Okay, and away we go. After a brief interlude away on adventures of uh, insurmountable madness, we do return to the airwaves and the Cine Oaxaca show. This is the Cine Club here. And uh, we're um, enjoying... Uh, Many film experiences here at the Cine Club. We just uh, were finishing up a uh, an Alaya Kazan retrospective that's been running Friday nights, and Thursday's been kind of a potpourri check, you know, <laughs> Japanese, whatever it is. But it's it's quite quite a quite an eclectic program there at the Cine Club on uh, Calle Punto in Oaxaca. And I'm Roger Mexico with you this uh, this episode, and we've had a bit of a surprise. Um, we hadn't planned on having anybody drop by, but it just so happens, and I guess it's part of living in a, uh, a popular tourist destination, and it, it is quite beautiful. And Oaxaca has a its own distinct qualities and flavor. And, and political sense and art and everything else. So it's understandable that people would be drawn to this place and more and more people seem to be coming. But I heard through a friend, a fellow who works in, in one of the galleries here in the Centro, that there was an individual in town that I should know about at least uh, to possibly interview for the show. So I said, well, who is it? And he almost whispered it to me. I mean, this guy, this guy's a real audiophile, you know, he's a vi vinyl collector, you know, so he, uh, he's, he's a musician as well. And he said, oh, reverently, almost whispering, it's Jacques Revent. It's Jacques, Jacques Revent is in Oaxaca. And he says, yeah, he's staying over at a Airbnb, you know, down by, down by the cathedral. Yeah, check him out. Yeah, tap into it. So the upshot of the whole thing is that eventually track down Jacques, or Jack, as he likes to be called. And um, we're very, very pleased to have someone of his background, which is basically, if you will, of uh, sound design. I mean, and then uh, film composing as well, but I, he, he he started off, you know, uh, on a boom mic with Fellini or something. I don't know, it's the whole story there anyway. A boom mic with Fellini. Now there, you cinephiles will understand the uh, the irony of that. So anyway, I see he's coming up the stairs now in our little studio space, our little treehouse here in Oaxaca, in southern Mexico, coming up, coming up to the door. Is this, is this, is this the place where I, I come to speak to people? Yes, yes, Mr. 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 Jacques. Mr. Jacques, it's an honor to see you. And I say welcome to you. We're very, very honored to have have you with us here at the Cine Club in 
Oaxaca and southern Mexico. Well, uh, tell you something. I am very interested in the film cultures of different lands. And so here in Mexico, I see that there is a great appreciation for cinema, no? No, you've got that right. There's micro-cinemas. Of course, we have the, the major change, you know, the Cineopolis and Cinemax, you know. Uh, but there is a, a, a very, very important uh, active culture of, of cinema aficionados putting, putting, putting things together. So I do admire that. Now, what is the subject of your interview? Well, well, uh, Jacques. Jack. Call me Jack. Oh, <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Informal, but yes, Jack. Um, what What is your, how do you perceive the use of sound, if you will, uh, within cinema? What What is the function of sound? And, uh, why is it that some of the silent films move us, you know, much more than some of the uh, more technological stuff? But uh, the question is sound. Can you um, impart any wisdom on that for our dear listeners? Sound. What are we, if not the intersection? <coughs> Would you like some water? Yes, yes, if we could bring you some water or something. Maybe a shot of mezcal would, would uh, clear the phlegm, phlegm cutter. They call that a phlegm cutter, you know. That's the first shot of whiskey in the morning. I'm losing my French accent. Now listen to me. Of all the actors in American media... And this includes films, radio, it includes the theater, live performance, of course, and uh, whatever other exhibitions uh, one might find my uh, oneself, uh, you know, involved with, is one actor stands out as an example to, to any artist seeking, seeking perfection, seeking... What is perfection, you ask? I uh, I will respond in time. That man, that actor. Was, I, I hold a shrine to him. A veritable shrine. And that actor is Dan Blocker. Dan, did you say Dan Blocker? Yes, I did. Dan well, that's a, I believe you're talking about if we're talking about the same person, we're talking about uh, a television uh, television actor primarily that was on a long running series that was with Lauren Green, four brothers, Michael Landon was involved, Pernell Roberts I think in the first season, and uh, Hop Singh, which is controversial, but any, Dan Blocker, yes. For me, Barker is the epitome of truth. Beyond Brando, beyond Clift, beyond Jean Marais, 
beyond uh, Catherine Hepburn, whoever you want to indicate, I will say that his is the truth. Well, I, 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 I appreciate that. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to uh, reinvestigate his his oeuvre. <laughs> but uh, well, so did you not design the sound for a film I believe made in 1938? It was before the war, with French surrealism involvement, and this was... Yes, of course. This is the famous Collective Fantasmas. No, this was a group of artists in Paris. And we would congregate periodically to make things happen. And one of those things happened to be one afternoon. Someone had a, a balier, you know, a 16 millimeter, nothing like this. But anyway, I'll tell you this. That camera was produced and it became a magical afternoon. <laughs> quite, quite, quite. How did you achieve the the sound that is underneath the, the, the chase sequences through through the cemeteries. How did you achieve that? Well, this is quite, quite well known, but I will reiterate, this was taking a melon, a medium-sized melon. Did, did you say, you said melon? What I said was, what I said was melon. Just, just to be clear, and because the theme is sound, I'm, I'm just, I'm not getting the word uh, of, of Jack. I'm just, I'm, I'm not. Listen, 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 listen to me. We're gonna get, <laughs> if you want to get tough over here, we can get tough immediately. I go from zero to one hundred and fifty. In like one second, I can get tough over here. You know this. You don't mess with me. Let me repeat the word. Melon. I'm sorry. What I heard was, and I'm just trying to be factual here, and stick to the facts, ma'am. I heard milieu. Now, now it makes sense. You're talking about the the, the milieu of, of, of the, the sound and Listen to me, but you don't listen to me one more time. I'll tell you, I'll crack your book again. And I'll take you down with a shot to the throat. Now listen to me. Are you listening? Now that I got. Y yes, I am listening. All right. Now listen up. Here it comes. Here comes the word. You ready for it, all right? Perk your ears up, buddy. Okay, here it comes. Okay. Mail. Uh, listen, I appreciate very much, you know, your 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 attempts at at at, at clarifying for me, uh, you know, uh, what's what sound you're making. Because I hear something that that is not a word in any sense. It's, it's, it's a sound. And that's the point. 
It's not a word. It's the sound. You understand? I play a game with you. Huh? I play. I play a little game with you now. Huh? Oh, I see. This is like you're you're playing a game. It's kind of an, a a teaching game. Well, I don't want to do that. I'm no Socrates, <laughs> not me. But I'll tell you something that we can all learn from, and that is this. Sound. Sound. People talking. You hear a dog barking. Perhaps a siren in the background. And someone crying out from a distance. And here, here comes a, an ice cream truck with his tinkly, tinkly, tinkly. And what's that overhead? An aeroplane going by, perhaps. And are we close to a train station? You feel and hear the rumble? I'm not sure. You have to look at the script. But I know this. In the work that I've done, and I've worked with everyone, monsieur, I have worked from Jean Vigo. Jean Vigo and I went to the same school as students, you understand? And we studied film together in art, of course, in L'Ecole d'Estranger de Couture. So I knew that, guys. And I knew these new wave guys come along. I know these guys, of course. I, 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 I used to take lunch at the house of Jean Renoir. This is true. I can document this. I have photographs. So don't even think for a moment, monsieur, that I cannot express myself clearly. You understand me? I understand this. You understand perfectly what I'm saying. But I must say that this subject has made me nostalgic to some degree. Nostalgic. Interesting. Why, why, why is, does this subject make you nostalgic, Jack? Well, because of my, my history with, with a certain film personality that will go unnamed if not for legal reasons, then for emotional reasons, do you understand? Because she is still alive. She still lives in my dreams, in my heart. This famous personality of a film. Oh my, I'm, I don't recollect a, a famous alliance or affair, if you will, between you and a notable cinema personality, I... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Yes, I think you're understanding now. I remember there was some notation on talk, rumors, scuttlebutt, we say in the Navy... Uh, between you and Marlena Dietrich. 
<laughs> Bingo. But, but, Jack. Yeah, go ahead. You said that this cinema personality was still alive. And, and, uh, I'll have to check my IMDb uh, page. But it's my understanding that Marlena Dietrich has passed on to the greater show business uh, venues in the skies. What you're saying? What, what? What are you saying to me? That Marlena is no more? Well, I think that's that's probably a not a bad way of putting it, Jack. Um, but uh, I, I, I hate to be the one to break the news to you. I think she's been gone for 20 or 30 years uh, at the outside. Oh, my God, Marlena, my Marlena, oh, baby, Marlena, Marlena. Well, Jack, I, I understand your grief. And um, I, I want to wanna thank you for Marlene, Marlene, Kiel. Give the boys in the back room what they want, all those boys. Oh, no. Marlene, Orson Welles, Marlene, 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 sweet Marlene. Lily All right, then. I, it looks like uh, Jacques, Jack, Jack. Is 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 kind of finished his run for the afternoon, and we understand that. We we understand emotions, and we understand memories, and and melancholy uh, that comes up upon you like a thick brown syrup, encasing in, in you in an amber uh, casino window blinds, Las Vegas, the sphere. So this has been Roger Mexico reporting to you with yet again another episode of the Cine Club, Cine Show from Oaxaca in southern Mexico. So we'll see you, uh, uh, we'll see you at the, the sphere, what is here. Blessings upon you all. Bye-bye.